Hello and welcome to Thriving on the Spectrum, the podcast dedicated to empowering and supporting young adults with autism on their journey towards a fulfilling life. I'm your host, Arpita Mohan, and together we'll explore invaluable insights, expert advice, and personal stories that shed light on the unique opportunities and challenges young adults with autism encounter. So if you're a parent, caregiver, friend, or ally, join us as we explore possibilities to help young adults with autism thrive. Today, in the first of the episodes exploring what meaningful engagement looks like for autistic adults, we will talk about Cafe Arpan, the first Mumbai-based cafe that solely employs persons with autism and persons with intellectual and developmental disabilities. We are joined by Sushma Nagarkar and Nikhil Sharma from the Cafe Arpan team. Sushma is the co-founder of Cafe Arpan, set up under Yash Charitable Trust, an NGO that believes that persons with intellectual and developmental disabilities should live and work in the community. She's a parent of an adult with autism. She's also a registered rehabilitation psychologist with extensive experience of working in the US and India. She's a lifelong student of yoga and an avid trekker. Nikhil is a neurodivergent adult who has been working with Yash Charitable Trust since the opening of Cafe Arpan. He's a counter assistant, managing orders and daily sales reports. His other interests include walking in the park, politics, and Khan Banega Karodpati. Hi, Sushma and Nikhil. We are really, really happy to have you here on today's episode. Thanks for having us, Arpita. Thank you, madam. We're so happy. Um, just to get us started, why don't we, um, Sushma, I'll start off with you. Could you tell us a bit about the story and the motivations behind Cafe Arpan? So actually, the backstory of Cafe Arpan be- began in uh, 2014 or thereabouts when we actually set up Yash Charitable Trust. Now, as you've mentioned, our focus is really helping young adults Uh, to live a life that they want to live in the community of their choice and with dignity and self-respect. And that's our vision. Now, when we began, we started as an experiment with a Dabba service and found that young people with these uh, disabilities are able to work really well uh, along with the core team of perhaps non-disabled adults in the F&B space. And when that happened, our Dabba service kind of grew organically and we got more and more young adults inquiring whether they could join our team. The Dabba service was being run at the time in a 200 square foot space. And so that proved to be completely inadequate for the large numbers of people who were coming along. And we didn't have the heart to say no to anyone. So the next logical step was to look for another avenue where we could generate training as well as employment and uh, found out that their uh, uh, opening a cafe was, was a possibility from a video that we saw that came out of Manila, where a family had opened up the Puzzle Cafe for their uh, young adult. Uh, the Puzzle Cafe, unfortunately, has closed since, but we said if they can do it for their you know, person, why not us for these large numbers of wonderful people that we have? And so we looked for space, we found um, some professionals, architects, interior designers, and also an F&B person, who, all of whom volunteered their time to help us put this together and start. 
I'm not from the F&B space and neither is Ashaita, my niece, who's the co-founder. But we had wonderful people to help us and we sold, we just took the plunge and here we are, five years down the line. And it's wonderful. That sounds absolutely amazing. And it's really, it's really, really nice to hear how you've kind of established the space and it's really running so well over so many years. And really the work that you've been doing is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I'm going to switch gears here and Nikhil, I'm going to ask you the question. What do you like doing every day? Uh, in Cafe Open, every day I uh, like doing taking orders and doing bank work. That sounds awesome. So is that what you like most about your work or is there anything else? No, uh, I do. I, I take orders and do uh, bank work and do the billing. And uh, billing and uh, I do uh, billing and uh, some some orders pay by card and some pay by GPS and pay by cash. I take it. That sounds really good. Um, Sushma, if yeah. I might add here, and maybe Nikhil will talk about that. He speaks about his extended family. Yes, I want to tell you that. that? Yes, Cafe Urban is like my family. When I joined, I thought nothing but here I found some friends and then Cafe Urban became my family. That sounds so nice. And that really brings me to the next question too, just to hear how happy he is at Cafe Arpan. Sushma, for you, I've heard this story about how the folks at Cafe Arpan are so motivated to work, as Nikhil has also demonstrated, and how they have surprised you with working longer hours than you thought possible too. So what do you think that makes them this excited about their jobs? Uh, there are a couple of things about this, Arpita. One is that this is real world. It's in the community. There's a lot of uh, community-based interactions. There's a lot of give and take. A lot, you know, a lot of being a part of something larger than themselves. And it's very much in the community that we live in. And so that is something that all the community as well as our team value is this, you know, frequent opportunities to um, be a part of the larger life here, if you will. That's one thing. And the second thing is that it's a very, very valued um, sort of aspect of their lives, being a working person. And we're very particular about, you know, having equality, both in pay and our working hours and everything, everything across the YCT supported employment initiative is all for everybody. There's no differences between somebody who may have a disability and somebody who may not. Yes, the level of education might be different, but we're all part of a larger whole moving towards, uh, you know, sustainable employment for everybody. So being a part of this and the journey is also they feel valued, they feel respected. And most of all, they have a sort of self-respect and, you know, dignity of what they do. And so I feel that all adds up uh, into creating these experiences and helping everyone to just accept and be, uh, you know, empower each other. Really, everyone gets empowered and everyone is included in this entire journey. 
Yeah, absolutely agree. I really like the point about how, you know, you're kind of working towards being a part of the community in the larger purpose. I think that's something that all of us face, like regardless of our backgrounds, we're everything I just even personally for me I think that's one of the main reasons that I really value the work that I do as well so it's really lovely to hear that that's the case at Cafe Arpon too. Um, going to kind of switch over to talking about you know for them so how do you think that working at Cafe Arpon has made a big difference to their lives? I think um, just having a job is huge you know, when we talk about quality of life for us as adults, non-disabled adults, for example, working or having the opportunity or the option to work is just very big in all our lives, right? And that's true of persons with disabilities as well. And they just don't have the opportunities to work at jobs that are exciting, that gets them uh, get them up in the mornings and, uh, you know, really the enthusiasm of going to work and being on time and dressing appropriately and being a part of something is just very, very important to all our team members. It's uh, very, very rare that we have somebody, in fact, it's, we haven't had anyone uh, who's come to work because they've been forced to. Everybody comes of their own volition. Uh, we're very big on teaching, you know, teaching and having everyone on a, a be responsible about their time, their checking, uh, clocking in times, their leaving, uh, getting the cafe ready in the mornings, closing it properly at night. And we can actually rely on them. There's one young man who works with us who actually has kept a key with him and he lives close by. And he says, if you guys ever forget your keys at home, you know that you can find one at my home. And that's really proven to be very, very useful for us because we that has happened where somebody who had to open the cafe did leave the key behind. And so those kinds of things, and this is a person with a disability, mind you, but just able to take on that responsibility and own uh, not only their work, but own uh, everything about the work at Cafe Urban as well. That's absolutely beautiful. And I love that anecdote about the key. I think it's really nice to know how excited they are about coming in and really how supportive everyone is of each other too. I think it really, again, talks to the point about Nikhil's view on it being an extended family and just how excited everyone is to be a part of the cafe as well. Just coming to this point, I mean, Cafe Arpen is largely a very like communicative, a very interactive space. So what do you see as the biggest strengths that persons with disabilities as well as like autistic adults uh, bring to the job that drive their success as well? You know, I do believe that everybody um, can learn. All autistic or, uh, you know, adults with other disabilities too can learn if we find the right ways to train, to teach. And another big factor, of course, is their motivation. And so when all of this comes together, we find the right ways that they, their learning is successful. We know that they're motivated. We just have to show a sort of a little bit more patience, perhaps, for some. A, little, a lot of compassion and empathy and be able to sort of take everyone along on this journey um, in a way that makes the most sense to them. So each one's learning is a little bit different. Each one's role is going to be a little bit uh, different. 
um, and each one's therefore the trajectory for each one is going to be different. And if I may speak about Nikhil, when he started out with us, he was a very different Nikhil than he is now, right? Yes. What do you think? And he um, has just grown and evolved into this role. And he is able to take on the responsibility of closing the cafe with 99% of the time, zero errors. And that's something that's remarkable about Nikhil because 100% focus is on his work. And so we find strengths in every person that works with us and work with those strengths. It's a strength-based approach that we employ. I love this because this really aligns a lot with what we were speaking about in a previous episode as well. Just really the need to kind of understand those motivations and really like understand that everyone's on different paths and aligning that with their strengths and the challenges that they could face as well. So this was really lovely to kind of, you know, tie in with the points that we've spoken about before too. On that note, Nikhil, is there anything you find difficult at work? Mm-hmm. A little bit the difficult is when the customers are too, too many. That makes sense. And from your experience and observations, Sushma, do you see any challenges that they face in this workspace? Uh, Yeah, I mean, like Nikhil said, and he's very aware of this, is when there are too many customers, Nikhil has a hard time with trying to keep up with the orders, which is natural when there's chaos. None of us like chaos. And Nikhil particularly doesn't like chaos at all. Everything needs to be ordered. And then he's fabulous, uh, you know, and all of us have these kinds of challenges ourselves, right? So every person's, uh, uh, again, it's we're focusing on the strengths. The, we know what the challenges are for every individual and therefore we try to mitigate those ahead of time. So, for example, with Nikhil also one of the things is that when there's too much um, chaos, he needs some downtime in between that. So he's able to find a way to take, you know, two minutes, three minutes time out, right? Yes. Uh, and you could perhaps share what you do then. And, uh, you know, be able to then bring himself back to an even keel to continue the work. So like that, each person has a way to uh, sort of take their time out when they need it. And that's the beauty of the work we do is we've got the flexibility uh, to be able to do that. And that's what we advocate for any workspace that, you know, that has neurodiverse individuals working is that having this little flexibility accommodations really helps and goes a long way. So we uh, work with those challenges and find ways and help encourage our adults because finally it's them to find ways to overcome the challenges for themselves and advocate for themselves, which is really important. Absolutely. I'd actually love to hear what Nikhil does in when he wants some time off. Yeah, yes. Uh, um. Uh, I like to work uh, uh, when uh, when there is too many customers. Uh, um, uh, I go for a park for a little bit of break and then freshen up the mind and come back. And what do you do to freshen up your mind? That's really important. I pray. That's awesome. That's really awesome to hear as well. And I like your point about just that, like the fact that all of us do face these challenges. I mean, we all have our own ways of dealing with this at work too. So it's really important to recognize that there's need for these accommodations and everyone has, you know, different ways of handling this. 
we're actually towards the end of the episode. So before we wind up, do you have anything you want to share, Nikhil? Yeah, yes. Uh, uh, I go... Uh, after going back to home, I watch Kaun Manega Karodhapati. Uh, whenever some mythological answers c- 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 comes, I, I immediately answer some mythological questions. That's awesome. I do not know much there, but I would love to learn more and I would definitely want to learn more from you. That's definitely my weak point. But that's great to hear as well. Um, and for Sushma, for you, do you have any other last thoughts that you'd like to share with us on this episode? Uh, I think, uh, well, thanks for having us, Arpita. And I think that the biggest message for me is that, you know, every one of us has potential. Every one of us, regardless of neurodiversity or not, has the capability to work and be a part of the community if we choose to. And that we need to explore together those options and what those might be um, in sort of in, in using a strength-based approach. So what can we bring back to the community? How can we be a part of this larger community and on the same journey? I think it's possible. I think we shortchange ourselves and our adults when we don't look beyond, you know, certain established ways of doing things. I think one has to be willing to take that risk and think outside the box. That's a beautiful way to wrap it up. And I definitely agree with it. I think this is something that I hear more and more, even at my workplace, just the importance of kind of recognizing potential. And it goes way beyond just, you know, who we are or where we're from. So that was a really lovely note to have. Other than that, the biggest learning I had from this episode is that motivation to work largely stems from the individual's interest in the activity and their feeling of belonging. Also, that accommodation needs to be created to build a supportive environment for neurodiverse individuals that will then help them thrive. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode filled with inspiration, support and hope. On our next episode, we will be joined by Varun and Veena Naren and will continue our conversation on meaningful engagement through entrepreneurship. Until next time, take care, stay positive and keep thriving.